Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Sorry about the noise. My neighbor's sanding his deck. My motto? Don't work on your deck. Play on it. Life's good with a Trex deck. Low maintenance with a 25-year residential warranty. Trex, the world's number one decking brand. Sporting Goss with Tim Gossage. Ah, stunning day in Perth Town, heading for a top of 25, 18.2 degrees at the moment. Grand final day, partly cloudy, 27 degrees. They do say we could get some rain. Wow, 10% chance of about two to six mil. Let's hope that's either real early or real late. But anyway, game time, 5.15, you'll hear all the action on SEN. A big show coming up, just repeating the news, Michael Voss is the new coach of Carlton. No shock there after Alistair Clarkson knocked them back. Producer to the star, <laughs> Chris Clafuna, Special K. Good morning. Good morning, Goss. How are you? Yeah, no, really good. Gilly's been and gone, I see. Yeah, yeah, in and out. Come to a grand final lunch, all dressed up with nowhere to go and disappeared. Didn't but want to stay around to do a, you know, a five-minute spot with the great man? Could have. Could have easily done it, I would have thought. Mm. Yeah. But uh, alas, wasn't to be. What do we got? Plenty. Plenty. It's a massive show, actually, today. Huge. So, Josh Philippi, unbelievable knock yesterday from the great man. Great partnership with Mitch Marsh. So, Flipper will jump on, or JP, as I like to call him. Scott Jones, Bunbury Kia. Now, not just Bunbury Kia. Not just Bunbury Kia. Southwest Football League umpire of the year. Of the year, year, baby. How good is that? Uh, Lauren Prater from 2J. 2J Cup. No 2J, no Gossage. Gossage is back. I'm back. The MC, I'm the main man. I oh, know. That's, no. why, that's why Lauren Prater's coming on, just to promote my, <laughs> my appearance. Get <laughs> yeah, your appearance up there. <laughs> uh, Tommy Randall, yep. Tickford Racing. Yes. Riley Morgan for yes. the life of Riley. Yes. And we're going to try and grab one of the grand final sprinters as well oh, today. I'm not so sure there's a lot of sprinting going to be happening. Grand final strollers. <laughs> <laughs> Light jog uh, a little bit later on today. Plus... Another chance to go in the draw yes. to win a double pass to the AFL grand final. Yeah, very much so. Uh, very, very much. Now, Chelsea played this morning in a penalty shootout in the Carabao Cup, or whatever it was called. They played Aston Villa, yeah. I think, and they won in a penalty shootout. They because got through on the, pens. Yeah. Four, oh, three. Don't you start all of a sudden falling on pens. I've always Penal- called them pens. No, they've never been called pens. And they've only been called <laughs> pens in the last week because we heard someone else say pens. And Since they're when? No. <laughs> They're not pens. They're penalties. And don't all of a sudden come in here with radio soccer speak, mate. So I'm not allowed to call them pens? No. Okay. I'll Chemist Warehouse truck going past. Refrain. Look, our good friends at Chemist Warehouse? House of Wellness. Uh, yeah, the Chemist past. Warehouse. Yeah, yeah very, yeah, very good. Where you get your half price, uh, all your half-price stuff at the moment, Chemist Warehouse. They're very good. Went there the other day. Picked up some... Uh, get well, stay well, look vitamins. well, look fab. My, that's my motto. <laughs> Live and die by those words. Uh, yeah, so some, some big results last night. West Ham knocked out Manchester United yep. in that. Arsenal, too good for AFC Wimbledon. You'll be UT 3-0. And uh, Leicester Wimbledon beat Millwall. Wimbledon used to be owned by Elton John? 
No, I think that was Norwich. No. No, it was not Norwich. <laughs> was it it not? was not Norwich. Hey, who is the expert in the round ball game here, Mr. Futsal Man? I always thought I he was Norwich. Sure, who am I thinking of? I am sure Elton John owned Wimbledon. Watford! Westy's here. Westy's all over Westy's it. Westy in the bench warmers. He's just sitting there. He's, the man with the deep voice and the big guitar, he's sitting there going, Watford. Watford. Hey, Westy, welcome. Oh, thanks, Goss. Thanks for having us. From Denmark. You've yeah. come up all this way. You saw your boy play last night. Where was he playing last played night? Played at El Grotto in Scarborough. Yeah. Playing a few tunes. It was good to see. How did he go? Yeah, he's good, mate. He goes well. He's yeah, a, are you not one of those uh, standover parents who go, mate, you could have, uh, you missed the line there. You did the technical. <laughs> you don't work on him technically, do you? Mate, I'm telling you, um, sporting parents and, and showbiz parents have got a lot of parallels, <laughs> and I try to not be bad at either one, but no, I'll just go. Do you stand at the back of the room? Yeah, sit at the back, have a beer and watch him play. Did he trade. know you were there? Yeah, 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 yeah. He's, uh, he enjoys my company, and we, you know, it's good to watch him play his trade. He's, he's got a bit of talent, but, you know, it's a long way to the top, as they say, you know, let's hope he gets there. If not... You just have to keep pulling coffees at his cafe. <laughs> <laughs> nice work. Well, maybe it is a McCafe because Josh Phillip, you're not far away. McCafe coffee, don't forget. It's McCafe's new blend. It's coffee fit for an Aussie. Anything before we let you go, uh, special Kate? I did just want to say good day to Westies. Yes. Uh, of the great Westie in the bench warmers. We play a couple of their tunes from time to time here on Sporting Goss. And oh, do we ever? We're going to be lucky enough to hear some live today. <laughs> live. He's going to be with us live. through uh, the first 90 minutes of the show. Don't forget, you've got to write this number down, 131255, because that is the number you have to call to be the last entry in the grand final quiz because tomorrow with Gillian Goss, it's a... A quiz-off? Yes, quiz off. a quiz-off. <laughs> Knew it, nailed it. So we're going to have the Adam Gill quiz. Yeah! <laughs> hey. He's found the button. <laughs> For a Geelong man, he's finally moved on that the grand final <laughs> is not on. So uh, nice work, Pato. Uh, so we're going to quiz-off. Quiz-off. But, but only five get through and already through a four. Uh, four are through. John of Woodvale, Paul of Binning Up, Jordan of Bunbury, Matt of Bunbury. So don't forget, 13, 12, 55. Save it in your phone. That's the best way of doing it. Or if you're listening on the app, you can just press call. How Correct. good is that? So people think that it's a disadvantage being on the app. It's actually an advantage because the number's provided in there. Go to the app, have it on your screen, sit around with that on your screen. And as soon as I go, hey, they go, bang. Hang. Hey. <laughs> bang. Call in. <laughs> 13, 12, 55, or don't forget, tech 0487736736. And what's the prize for the quiz off? Uh, that will be two tickets to what? the Toyota AFL Grand Final. Have we had this confirmed? I think we have, yes. I think we double, triple checked it this morning to make sure. I think we did as well. That we and... weren't just giving away <laughs> tickets without having them. <laughs> oh, sorry, Waffle Grand Final. Uh, no, <laughs> so, so two tickets to Grand Final. Yeah. Also, to run through the banner, toss the coin, and bounce the ball for the first bounce. Is that what we're giving away? Uh, I'm not sure. Well, I'll try and confirm that as well, <laughs> but I think that might be possibly going a, a stretch to too far. Yeah. Speaking of Gillian Goss, though, what a show we've got tomorrow as oh, well. Oh, amazing. While I'm here. Yeah, go here. Max Gorn. Yeah. Only the bloody captain of one of the teams that's going to be running yeah. out there. Max Gorn, one-on-one. The future premiership captain. I think so. I think so too. And then we've got the last captains, the captains from the last 10 premierships. Yeah. There it so is. So there's a couple of double-ups, of course, with Koch. And Hodgie. Hodgie. But, you know, Cameron Ling, Easton Wood, Bunga Hearn, Luke Hodge, um, incredible. Koch and it, it, it. that it? I think that's it. No, Jared McVeigh. Oh, yeah, McVeigh. Swans. Yeah. What a great result that was. Uh, brilliant. I really mean, the good. Gilly to get those blokes to the phone, I mean, I tried. 
no response. He goes, oh, it's Adam Gilchrist. Oh, yeah. Oh, Gilly, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, where do you want me to come, huh? Yeah, yeah, no worries. <laughs> I'll call you. Yeah, yeah, I'll call when you. and where? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can fly over. Oh, yeah. All righty. So uh, that's coming up. And this little beautiful, thanks to our wonderful friends at Otis Eyewear. That's it. All right. Unbelievable. So we're looking forward to hey, that. Friday focus like no other. And uh, having listened to a number of them, yeah. oh, the the boys are, are brilliant. They are very Great good. Great talent. Right? So, yeah. Listen out for it tomorrow. Eight. And don't forget the Adam Gill quiz tomorrow. And I'm aiming for him. Are we still doing that? Yeah, We're going to yeah. be able to fit it in. No, nah, mate. It's going to be a short and sharp version okay, well. straight off the top. One question. Here we there go. It is. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> <laughs> That's coming up. 13, 12, 55. Look, people are already calling. Don't call yet. Not yet. Don't call yet. You can have a practice. you got to wait for the cue to call. Oh, oh the old <laughs> FM radio. Hey, get that cue to call. What does that mean? Anyway, hey, we've got Josh Philippi not far away, Riley Morgan, Tom Randall, Lauren Prater from 2J, Scotty Jones. We're going to have a half-time. Or is it pregame or half-time? There's the sprint. When's the race on? I think it's usually half-time, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, I hope this bloke is in some condition. Well, we'll I, hope, I, I hope he's not indulging in the Gage Roads products. Been on the beers after <laughs> in the off season already. <laughs> Beer. Yeah. Anyway, well, look. Before we, and thank you to everyone, Dan and everyone else who texted us in. Yes, Watford, and that came from this man, yeah. who's west in the bench warmers. You know what was happening there with me? The yellow. Because so I think if Watford wears yellow, Norwich wears yellow, and that confuses me. Happens all the time. Western, West Ham, Aston Villa, all the clubs that wear that—the like claret and blue and the the maroon. Burnley. Yeah, Burnley's another one. There's about forty teams in the. Yeah. What about teams League. that wear red, mate? Does that throw you as well? A little bit. Sometimes can. All righty. Thank you. Okay. I know Arsenal though. They're going to win the North London so, Derby so on Arsenal, Sunday. So Arsenal had a win overnight. They beat who? AFC Wimbledon. Oh, who Elton John does not know. <laughs> Own. <laughs> Westy, um, a second welcome to you. Thanks for thank you for coming up, and you're a, you're a wonderful supporter of our station. And you you listen down there in Denmark. You listen on the app. That's correct. Yeah, yeah. sometimes how, online on the computer. How are we going down there? I'm pretty good. You know, I'm doing yeah. my best to plug away. You know, but uh, <laughs> uh, you know, you, you tell the boys, all the sporting community, this is uh, what you want to listen to sport all day. Yeah. Tune into SE app. A lot of people down there don't even know what an app is, mate. So, <laughs> <laughs> well, that's good advice, and I know you've got a big uh, fan base down there. But grand final day, you're going to be in Bremer Bay. That's correct. Uh, Bremer Bay Brewery punching out our is set that after right? the game. Yeah, good stuff. Be good good yeah. stuff. So you're leaving today to go down there. Oh no, I'll go back to Denmark, and uh... that's that narrow road, that Denmark road. I, following a caravan on that little windy road bit, or do you go a back way? No, no, straight down Albany Highway, hang a ride at Mount Barker. The, the narrow road part, that's all good, mate. I'm a seasoned pro. I, I do a lot of up and down between here I know and there, you mate, do, so. but when I'm there, I get very nervous. Scary. Sorry about that, Is it scary? You reckon it's scary too? Yeah, 100%. <laughs> the Denmark Road? Yeah. Ah, well, you know, just take it easy and enjoy the view. All right. That's all right, the, that's, all right good that, advice. That's the advice, yeah. All right, Weston, don't walk in here and tell us how to drive. <laughs> <laughs> but I'll tell you what you can do. We're going to go to a break. It's 13 past 10. We're already about 25 minutes behind schedule. That's the longest preview of a show ever. Um, we're at Optus Stadium. Westy's joined us. He's going to be playing some tunes. Holding the ball, we're going to get in full a little bit later. Tazzy. <laughs> we want a team in Tassie. Alistair Clarkson spoke this morning on Gary and Tim. He said it's a six or seven year project to get a team in Tassie because you've got to get your pathways, you've got to get your junior levels right. You can't just all of a sudden inject a team and then um, scrap and fight all the players out of the yep. AFL system already. We're going to go to the break. Here is Westy from Westy and the Benchwarmers. Got to have a team in Tassie.
Over to you, Westy. It's about time Tassie had its own team. I think you know what I mean. It's about time Tassie had its own side. We're from the Apple Isle. We're going to wear the jumper with pride. Philippi wants to get there as well. That's a nice strike. That's probably the biggest we've had so far. It's going to roll away toward West Terrace. And another six now up toward 89, Josh Philippi. Again, down the wicket. And that's going to go, same result. Back-to-back sixes. And he joins the 90s party. Does he want to go three in a row? Bring it up in style. He'll try. It's in the air. Is it going to get there? Yeah, it is. Josh Philippi. Quite something. What a way to bring up your first hundred in domestic one-day cricket. Sporting Goss, we kept an eye on this activity yesterday in Adelaide. It was a barnstorming first-up victory in the one-day series for WA over South Australia. And one of the stars was Josh Phillippe along with Mitch Marsh. They absolutely carved up the South Australians. And Josh Phillippe has been kind enough to join us on Sporting Goss. Well, that is a very impressive way to start your summer, so to speak. Thanks, mate. Um, yeah, it was really nice to uh, start off with some runs personally and, and also have a really big win as well. Um, yeah, it's just great momentum to carry forward. I mean, it's a strange build-up and everyone's been in the same boat, but uh, look, it all, it's all confronted us very quickly, hasn't it? I mean, you're about to, uh, Shield Game's about to start as well. Here we are doing this interview. I'm at Optus Stadium and I'm watching the grand final be bumped in. It's crazy, the whole build-up and, and the, the way the, the one-day series has just started while the AFL grand final hasn't even been played. Yeah, absolutely. It's um, yeah, pretty fluid at the moment with, with sort of what's happening around Australia. But um, you know, we're, we've had a big preseason and we're all ready to go. We just got to sort of play everything by year. And um, yeah, we're, we're very lucky to have started in in Adelaide and have a shield game tomorrow as well. So we're um, yeah, good to go. Three consecutive sixes to get yourself to the hundred. We were having a look at the battle between you and Bison <laughs> in regards to who was going to get to the triple figures first. Well, you certainly put that to bed very quickly. They were very sweet for you. Yeah, um, there was a quite short boundary to that side, so um, <laughs> we'll both sort of we'll both sort of iron it off to the spinner at some point. And um, yeah, I just um, yeah, I mean, beat him, beat him to it just. But um, he <laughs> <Did> certainly he? <laughs> it was certainly a bit of a race. But um, did he we, say anything? Did that. he say anything to nah, you? Nah, 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 nah. But um, we're, we're pretty close together for most of it. Yeah. And, yeah, then he sort of shot away from me and I, I managed to catch up. <laughs> Is there any – I know you're not going to say it and I'm not asking you to say anything stupid or controversial, but do you have it in you when, you when you're seeing it pretty good and you know you're both pretty comfortable and you are looking to get to 100? Is there something internally in you say, I'd like to get there first? Uh, not, not at all. Um, we are just having great fun out there. Like, you know, we, we just were – we were out there for a long time and having great fun and – yeah, we had a really good partnership going. So, um, yeah, no, it was definitely not a not a first, but we're both both trying to get there. Yeah, no doubt. Um, look, he's in unbelievable form. He, he's form overseas uh, to come back and just to continue on. W- what's changed? Have you been able to see anything change in the Mitch Marsh approach? Is it confidence? Is it uh, preparation? What is it? Oh, I think he's he's incredibly confident with his game at the moment. And as you said, he's been in unbelievable form. Um. You know, in the last few overseas tours, he he was amazing in pretty challenging conditions, and 
and you know to come back for the first game of the season and, and to get another big hundred. I mean, it's um it's pretty special to watch, and it was really really nice to be out there in the middle with him. Um, yeah, his, his confidence is through the roof, and he's, he's hitting the ball probably as good as he, he ever has been. So um yeah, it's 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 pretty great. It's interesting too that he's now pulling out of that he won't play in the shield. He doesn't want to hamper his form. He doesn't want to go in and out of red and white ball form. So he hands the captaincy over to, to Sean for that shield match, which starts tomorrow. It's an interesting focus, isn't it? He really is about representing Australia and really focusing in on what his power and his strength is at the moment. That's the white ball cricket. Yeah, definitely. I think with a, with a World Cup coming up and and being, being in the form he's in, um, you know, I think he's, he's quite happy with, with where he's at with his game. And, he, you know, he doesn't want to sort of jump between you know too many big switches of formats, which I, I think is completely understandable, and um, yeah, um, you know it's only a couple of weeks till they go away, so um, yeah, I think he'll just be going back and you know preparing and, and hitting white balls, and I think he said the other day just continuing to just hit sixes. Alex Carey certainly uh, sent a message to the Aussie selectors that he's not going away anytime soon. He played a lone hand, didn't he, yesterday? Yeah, he did. Yeah, he, he batted exceptionally well as well. Um, yeah, it's a shame no one went along with him. Um, we might have been in a little bit of trouble if that was the case. But, um, yeah, I mean, I mean, he's an amazing cricketer as well. And, um, yeah, he went the whole way through, not out. So it was, um, yeah, great knock. Josh Phillippe, our guest on Sporting Goss, fresh from his unbelievable century yesterday for WA in their barnstorming win against South Australia. Josh, you got the bit of that taste of the overseas and the international cricket just recently. You didn't make the T20 World Cup squad. Um, there is some doubt now on Marcus Stoinis. They've got reserves and the like. How did you take that experience and where does that place you going forward in regards to having been there and now know what it takes to sort of play at that level, knowing full well you can actually do that? Yeah, I think it's um, certainly made me very hungry. Um, you know, I was disappointed to miss out on the, the T20 squad, but um, you know, I guess I've had some opportunities and I haven't quite grabbed them with both hands. So, um, you know, the the hunger and desire is there. Um, you know, it's just for me coming back to state cricket and and really making a statement and trying to get as many runs as I can. So, um, yeah, fingers crossed I can keep doing that, and then you know, hopefully I can find myself. Um, you know, back in the mix, sort of, for the Australian summer. Yeah, no doubt. We're not too far away. And it's uh, you're in that uh, group of uh, keeper, batsman, batsman without being a keeper situation. And unfortunately, <laughs> there seems to be a lot of them available at present. Now, the Shield game is important. I know that I was speaking to Adam Voges and Sean Marsh and, and also Mitch and, uh, and others who basically say, Yes, we like to win the white ball. We love to win 50. We want to be you know, big bash champions. I know you're with another group, but the big bash scorchers and the like. But it's the shield that you set yourself to have a big year. It really is something that WA cricket needs to win or wants to win amongst the group. Is that the focus from you as a player as well? Yeah, definitely. I think um, from, from my perspective, it's certainly been an area of my game I, I want to get better at. Um, but yeah, definitely collectively, it's it's a massive talking point, and you know I think we've got an amazing list of players. It's it's just bringing bringing it all together. Um, you know I think we're we're pretty close. Um, so yeah, fingers crossed this year we can we can have a big year and um, yeah, really push to make the final and and go from there. What was the weather doing yesterday? And you're out there today. Uh, what's the weather like in Adelaide today? Today it's not too bad. The sun's out. It's, it's still a bit fresh, but yesterday was was pretty cold, and so was the day before. So um, hopefully it can warm up a little bit, but um, it's certainly been pretty cold over here. 
Now, you blokes will be over for the Shield game will be over, or as in regards to the day's play, I stand corrected, the day's play should be over in Adelaide on Saturday. You're getting together to watch the grand final from Perth, albeit there's no WA teams in it? Yeah, definitely. We'll definitely be finding somewhere to watch it. Um, so, yeah, all the boys will be definitely keen to do that. So, um, yeah, when the when the day's over, I think we'll be all rushing <laughs> rushing somewhere to, to get it on. Anyone anyone in the team barrack for Melbourne and or Bulldogs? I don't think so. They're all they're all WA boys, so they'll yeah. go for West Coast. I mean, I'm yeah, although, not too sure. <laughs> uh, well, not too. Oh no, Mitch. Mitch is a North Melbourne man too, isn't he? Mitch, Mitch North is. Melbourne. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and Sean probably doesn't even know the footy's on, um, mate. <laughs> I'll say that in the nicest possible way. Uh, he just, just zones in and out of life, does Sean? He's a great. Man. I'll remind him. No, you can, you can. <laughs> hey, mate, congratulations! Great start, really exciting start for WA. Everyone was across it, and yep, we've still got an AFL Grand Final. But I think there's a real good feeling about WA and uh, and the summer of cricket ahead. Thanks for joining us. Congratulations on the form, and uh, may the Shield produce a similar result for WA. No worries. Thanks for having me. Good on you. There's Josh Philippi joining us from Adelaide. WA in form. Philippi in form. And now it's Sheffield Shield cricket. This is Sporting Goss. 28 past 10. Thanks, Josh. It's time very shortly for a news break, and we're going to go off to get a McCafe coffee. On the text line, is your GF commentary, grand final commentary, live or delayed off the app? I'd like to listen at the footy. It is live. Download the app, hit the little tile about 15 minutes, and you will get it. Play by play, no delay, no latency whatsoever, and you use the stadium Wi Fi. You will not miss a minute. Looking forward to the call tomorrow. Westy and the Benchwarmers, they're from Denmark. Westy's in studio, has made the trip up to join us here on Grand Final Eve for Sporting Goss. Well, the song that rose him to fame, the footy song as we go to the news, is Holding the Ball. Holding the Ball. Holding the Ball. You're 50 out and against the wind. You can't get it that far. The angle sharp and the ball is wet. Who do you think you are? What? What you gonna do? Run around the mark. But there's no talk from your teammates. You're hot, you're hot, you're hot. Ah, you're holding the ball. Yeah! Holding the ball. Holding the ball. Holding the ball. Holding the ball. Yeah! Grab him high. Round the neck. 50 metres. They touched it over the line. (laughs) The ruckman knocks it down to the rover running past. He swoops on it like lightning. Ah, the little fella's fast. But he has a little fumble (laughs) and it stacks on the mill. (laughs) The umpire grabs his whistle. Quick, get rid of the pill. Ah, you're holding the ball. Hold the ball. Holding the ball. Holding the ball. Holding the ball. Holding the ball. <laughs> Grab him high. Round the neck. <laughs> 50 metres. Deliver it. Ball.
Holding the ball, but I never had a chance. Holding the ball. Had no prior opportunity. Holding the ball. They dragged it in. Holding the ball. But I never had prior. Holding the ball. Holding the ball. Holding the ball. Well, you dragged it in. Holding the ball. Yeah! Wessie well, and the bench warmers, this is Sporting Goss. Great supporters of the SEN Network and SEN Spirit, of course, are our good friends, the Jones boys at Bunbury Care. Great people, amazing cars. Scott Jones, first of all, belated congratulations, Southwest Football League Umpire of the Year, and you did the big game. Yeah! <laughs> oh, get around him, get boys. Around, get around, Jones him. boy! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, a, a massive achievement on a personal level, Tim, so... Uh, after sort of 15 years of field umpiring to finally win that award, uh, which I hadn't hadn't even really considered it this year. It just shows sometimes things happen when you, you least expect it. So very happy. And, uh, yeah, it was a good, good grand final for sure. Yeah, fantastic. Congratulations on that, mate. And I think when we first spoke a couple of years ago about, you know, the umpiring and obviously work and family and a whole range of things, oh, yeah, I might go around again. Well, the umpire of the year... It sort of locks in for the next five or ten years, mate. You could be going around. I could be long gone out of this industry and you'll be still whistleblowing. Well, it looks that way. That's what my 10-year-old told me the other day. <laughs> that uh, when, when does training start? I said, son, let's just have one weekend off and enjoy the stuff. It's funny, you know, when, with that work-life balance, that I think, um, you know, a, a lot of us probably, we put so much pressure on ourselves with everything. But when you actually peel it back and go, you know what, I'm having a run, our business is good. We're selling cars. We're servicing cars. Life feels good. Funny things happen. So, um, yeah, no, really wrapped with the way it's all gone this yeah, year. Yeah, well, sure. well done, mate. Congratulations on that. Now, let's turn our attention. Well, just briefly, same old problem. You've just got uh, everyone wanting to buy a car. You're obviously trying to get them out as much as you get them in. It's a, it's a real difficult process at the moment, but I think you're still flying, aren't you, down there at uh, Bunbury Kia? Yeah. Yeah, we are. And funnily enough, I've managed to secure four of the all-new GT Serato hatches, which have sort of lobbed on my lap, which is a bit like winning a premiership at the moment. So <laughs> I've got four of them that, that, that have just arrived with the leather and sunroof. And it's that annoying ad on TV where you hear them go, broom, broom, something like that. So we've got four, four of them that have lobbed. Uh, so, um, yeah, again, funny things happen for a reason. I've got four of those in stock with a seven-year warranty. So, um, you know, we are geared up here. We... Um, we're enjoying what we're doing. There is some restraints against certain models, but, uh, you know, we smile and we, we tell the truth up front and, and enjoy what we're doing at Bunbury Kia. That's why you do it. You are great people with those amazing cars, albeit uh, they're hard to get a hold of, but if someone's going to get a hold of them, Scotty Jones and the Jones boys will be able to do that at Bunbury Kia. Make sure you look after them because they look after us here at SEN and SEN Spirit. Jonesy, I'm assuming, and I, and I assume probably correctly, you're coming up for the big game. Uh, I'm not. I actually, uh, I gave, oh yeah, I know. I, I, <laughs> I've given my tickets to my father, so oh. uh, keeping sweet there. And uh, and to be honest, after 20 weekends of footy, I'm actually enjoying going to look forward to just watching it at home, having a couple of quiet bevies. Uh, and hopefully uh, Melbourne get up, I think. That's what I'm thinking. Oh, okay. Well, what you'll be doing is you'll be watching it. You'll turn the sound down. You'll listen to SEN Spirit. Yep. You'll listen to the call. Uh, doing it with Peter Vlahos and also, uh, of course, Peter Sumich will be joining us. We'll probably get a word in from Paul Hazelby, the regular, and the rest of the crew. Going to be an absolute brilliant game. Looking forward to that. So wherever you are tuned in around WA, in particular down in the southwest, make sure you listen to SEN and SEN Spirit. 
Jonesy, congratulations on your wonderful support of this station. Um, um, congratulations on your personal front of last year, last week's announcement of Umpire of the Year. And if people want to get in touch with the team at the Jones Boys Bunbury Care, how do they do that? Uh, so you can jump onto bunburycare.com.au or call into 2 Vast Street opposite the Turf Club. We are geared up and uh, everyone have a fantastic weekend. Scott Jones from the Jones Boys Bunbury Care. Great people, amazing cars. Have a good one. Enjoy grand final week. 19 away from 11 in a moment. We're going to be chatting with Lauren Prater from the 2J Race Club. She's the secretary. Sunday, 2J Cup Day. Uh, back involved. I've been the MC up there for years. Haven't done it for the last couple because of COVID and a few other reasons. Can't wait to get back. They're going to be huge up there. And don't forget the races at Belmont across the road here from the grand final. First race is at 10.40-odd. Last race is at 3.32. If we are going to the races, good luck trying to, to get there. And if you are going to the races, go to the races and then, of course, come across here to the grand final. It's 20 degrees. We're heading for a top of 25 and 27 for grand final day. Just repeating, Michael Voss is the new coach of Carlton. Gilly was in here a little bit early. He's hosting a very special breakfast for a lot of our clients. And Westy is here from Denmark. Westy in the bench warmers here and. Well, Westy said, well, I should have played this song. You should have played this song for Gilly. <laughs> oh, yeah, okay. Because he's yeah. a mad cricket man. And so is your bass player, apparently. Is that correct? Oh, mate, if he had to come up, I reckon he would have had an anxiety attack or fainted when he saw <laughs> Gilly in the studio. He loves his cricket, old Benny. All right. We do know that it is AFL Grand Final Day, but Westy's pulled one out of the archives. He's got a cricket song. Here it is, Westy okay. and the Benchwarmers. Who's batting? Who's bowling? How long till stops? Is the ball reversing? Is it gonna ring? Don't ask me who's winning when I'm <laughs> watching the cricket. Just ask me the score. Don't ask me who's winning when I'm watching the cricket. It drives me up the wall. Tab Touch 2J Picnic Race Day is on Sunday. So if the AFL Grand Final is big, you ain't seen nothing yet till all roads lead to 2J. And the 2J Race Secretary, Club Secretary, is Lauren Prater. And she joins us now. Eight races, Race 5 2J Cup, the Tab Touch 2J Cup. Beautiful weather anticipated. Day after the Grand Final. You have been blessed, Lauren Prater. We certainly have. It's, yeah, all roads leading to an excellent day, I think. So we're really looking forward to it. Yeah, good to have it back on. And we know that, you know, your family, your dad in particular, has done remarkable to keep this event going for so long. What are you anticipating crowd-wise? Uh, when should people be getting up there? And, and basically, in a nutshell, what can people expect when they go to the 2J races? The best part about it, it's not far out of town. Yeah, absolutely. So like you said, it's only about an hour's drive from the Perth DVD, so the perfect day trip. Um, but yeah, no, we're getting a lot of interest in the day, so definitely recommend if you're planning on going, head up there early. We've sold out of our members' tickets. Um, however, plenty of general admission tickets are still available. You can purchase them at the gate or online. Um, but we've got lots of entertainment, as always. And you would know, Tim, there's always so much happening on the day. Um, we've got fashions on the field. We've got free kids' entertainment. Um, we've got the Dash for Cash. We've changed that up a little bit this year. So, um, as you know, usually we do a 100-metre sprint with some footy players um, for a chance to win $1,000 cash. 
this year we're allowing rugby players to enter as well. So it'll be interesting to see if it's the footy or the rugby players that are the quickest. I'm not sure what you think about that, Jim. Yeah, well, <laughs> who, who's the bloke? Isn't there a bloke from 2J that I reckon has won it nearly every year bar one, every year that I've been up there? I reckon he's never aged a year. He, or, or he either started when he was five, <laughs> started when he was five, and he's still running now. <laughs> yes, yes. So, um Damon, that's Damon Higgins. I think he's retired from that now. Um, he didn't run last in 2019, but you never know. Maybe we can convince him to have a comeback. But, yes, he's, he's very quick, that one. He's very quick down the home straight. Miles Wilson Dash for cash, $1,000. So, uh, you, of course, you have to uh, enter. You register. You can do that at the, yes. the main entrance. The Vernice Fashion's on the field. $3,000 in cash prizes up for grabs. The delightful Brittany Taylor will be running that. She'll be on course as well, keeping an eye on everything. What else have you got there? you got, the, as you mentioned, the free kids' activities. And Greyhounds as Pets WA, very important part of of our racing industry and, of course, of the of the greyhound industry and uh, the aftercare of greyhounds. And they'll be on show for people to have a look and see if they want to uh, take on a, an adopted greyhound. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, greyhounds as pets will be there with some lovely retired greyhounds so you can get up and close and personal to see just how gorgeous they are. They do truly do make amazing pets. Um, so, yeah, I encourage people to go and have uh, chat and um, see the greyhounds. We've also got Todd Johnson back. I think oh, he's yeah. come piece of the furniture now as well. So he's back after the last race kicking off. Um, so, yeah, that'll be a great time as well. I tell you what, the the field, the Tab Touch Two uh, J Cup field, is an absolute ripping, and we've got some of our best <laughs> jockeys and and some of our leading trainers with runners right through the day. It, I don't know, it, and I know we've got Northern races the following day up there, so all roads lead to the Avon. But this is a wonderful program. Eight races. The first goes, I think, at ten past one. The last goes at five thirty. It is. Um, I don't think I can recall the last time we had an eight race program at the Two J Cup meet. Yeah, it, it's fabulous. We're we're stoked with the fields, and you know we're really thankful for all the industry's support for this race day because obviously we wouldn't have a race day without our trainers and our jockeys and owners. So mm. we're incredibly grateful and really excited. I think it's going to be an amazing day of racing. Um, like you said, we've got fantastic fields. We're really looking forward to it. Yeah, ten horse uh, fields are the biggest, and then some have even four emergencies, which is fantastic news. Okay, so how much to get in? Uh, kids, the whole lot. What are all the uh, the t- C's and C's for anyone going up there. Yeah, absolutely. So adults are $25. Um, anyone under the age of 18 is free. Um, so like I said, you can either purchase your tickets online through Mosh Ticks or you can just um, purchase them at the gate. So we do ask anyone under 18 is accompanied by a legal guardian, of course. It is a licensed venue. Um, but other than that, head on up and have a great day. Going to be huge. Can't wait. Looking forward to getting back on that microphone, giving the late mail, giving the dash for cash away. Uh, Brittany will take care of the fashions of the field. It's a bit out of my wheelhouse, the old fashions. Used to, <laughs> used to like doing it, but I took. I, I think I used to make people feel bad about what they wore, uh, rather than what you know. And and I used to the crowd because the crowd get the crowd get more into the fashions on the field than they do anything else. They go absolutely cocoa bananas. Yeah, so we've actually had a discussion this year about I think we need more fed sticks to hold the, um, <laughs> yes. the crowd back a little bit because I agree. They, get, they do get very enthusiastic in the fashion, but it's great, you know. We love it. Uh, very good. Uh, look, remarkable. Well done to you and to your, to your dad, John, who's a good friend of mine, and I've, I've been very lucky to be involved for a long period of time. Can't wait. Just make sure the microphone works. That's all I ask. That's all I ask, Lauren. Get there early. Get them to turn it on. Give it a test. One, two, one, two, three, one, two. Can't wait for it. See you up there.
Thanks so much, Tim. We'll see you there. She's a star. Lauren Prater joining us, of course. She is the secretary of the 2J Race Club. Get up there. All roads to 2J. Going to be huge. It is massive. Wear a hat, drink water, gamble responsibly. Just have fun. It is a beauty. Welcome back. 20 degrees. We are at SEN. We are based in Optus Stadium. We are near the Canfield. I can tell you, it is a hive of activity. People everywhere. And we are counting down to the big game. And don't forget, the grand final teams are announced in five hours, 26 seconds, and 26 minutes and 25 seconds, 24 seconds, 23 seconds. That's when they are announced today. So we'll find out exactly what takes place in the team selection. Five hours and 26 Thirteen twelve fifty five. it is now your time to call to be the last entry into the AFL Grand Final Tickets Quiz. Five finalists, you will join John, Paul, Jordan and Matt. Thirteen twelve fifty five. you need to be the last person standing in today's quiz. And if you are, you go into the last five for the quiz off tomorrow with Gillian Goss and the winner, a double pass to Saturday night's grand final. Call now, 13 12 55. If you want to be in the grand final quiz off, give us a call, 13 12 55. Westy's made the trip up from Denmark. He's with a band who are playing at the... Bremer Bay Brewery. That's it, on grand final after the big game. It's going to be massive if you're listening down there. Get along there and support the boys. He's a great supporter of our show. He's a great supporter of our uh, network. He tells everyone that SEN is the place to be. And one of their songs is On the Pine. Sitting on the pine, biding my time. When I cross the white line, back pockets all mine. Who cares what they say? Every dog has his day. Sitting on the pine, biding my time. Breakfast of champions this morning, a pie, a can of coke, and a dog. Two old and you're overweight and you smoke. Smoke, smoke, smoke. We make the finals this year. I might even go to training. Till then, I'm happy on the pine. On the pine, on the pine, on the pine. Pine, pine, pine. Pine, pine, pine. Sitting on the pine. Better the pine than the fence. Better the scratches and dance. Better the pain and good time. When you put your balls on the line. After having a go, you don't go, you don't know. Because what they say, every dog has his day. Hey, I'm not in my prime. I go around one more time. Even if most of the time I'm warming the pine But if you win or lose It's all about the beer after the game I do my best work at the bar Next year I think I'll go around just one more time Cause the longer you've been retired the better you were on the pine, on the pine, on the pine. 
pan, 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 sitting on the pan. Bear of the pan, bear of the pan, bear of the pan, my friends. Westy and the bench warmers, mate. I appreciate you coming in. You are, and I, and I say this genuinely. You are a wonderful supporter of us. You tell everyone down in the southwest to listen to the app. Uh, you're a wonderful performer, and I'm, and I know you love your footy. You love your sport. And again, thank you for coming all this way to join us on Sporting Goss's Grand Final Leaf. Thanks for having us. Pleasure's been all mine. I hope everybody out there has enjoyed my tunes as much as we do. Yeah, we do. Good on you. There he is, Westy and the bench warmers. And uh, where are you again Saturday night? Bremer Bay Brewing Company. Oh, get down there. The Bremer Bay Brewing Company. 21 degrees after 11 o'clock. It is the grand final quiz. One person will go through to the Gillian Goss grand final quiz off and the winner will receive a double pass to the grand final. Michael Voss has got the job at Carlton. This were his initial thoughts on getting the gig, taking over the Blues. You know, it's a great honour to be uh, coaching the Carlton Football Club Um, as someone who... Uh, was a, a huge supporter of Carlton as a as a young guy coming through before I was drafted at the Brisbane Bears. Um, you know, it's uh, quite nostalgic that uh, that I'm sitting here today, and, um, and generally a huge honour. Um, it would be remiss of me also not to to thank the Port Adelaide Football Club for for the time that I've spent there. Um, they've been so supportive of me and, and my own personal journey, and um, to, to Ken um, and, and the guys have just been a, a wonderful support to me. So. Um, but we're now on a, a new journey and a, and a really exciting one. Um, and I guess today, um, with the with the final appointments being made, we get to really shift the energy moving forward and um, and looking forward to obviously getting started and um, and working with the players and and, and stepping this up um, to hopefully get the the success that we that we all want. Michael Voss, the new coach of Carton, we'll hear a bit more about him a little later. The news is next, the Kia news today. Thanks to the Jones Boys Bunbury Kia, great people, amazing cars. Just a reminder, if you do come to the venue to watch the grand final on Saturday, play-by-play, no delay. The SEN Stadium call gives you everything you need. There is no delay straight off the app, no latency. Use the stadium Wi-Fi, sit back and enjoy ball-by-ball, play-by-play. 13 12 55 is our number. Four zero four eight seven seven three six seven three six. After eleven o'clock, we are talking AFL Sprint and the quiz. AFL Grand Final Sprint, and we're going to be chatting with one of the runners in that three eagles and three dockers. I'm not so sure they're going to be sprinting, to be honest. I think they'll just get through it unscathed. That'll be the main message as well. Still to come, get your pen and paper ready. Riley Morgan, life of Riley. What about him last week? He tipped a an eight dollar winner, a five dollar winner. A $4 place getter, which should have almost won. He was freakish last week. Life of Riley, get your pen and paper ready and always gamble responsibly. Tom Randall from Tickford Racing will talk all things motorsport. We might chat AFL Masters as well with Dicko, Nathan Dixon, of course, because the Masters are here in Perth, down in Langley Park and also on the North Oval next week once the grand final has been moved, which is absolutely brilliant. And just a reminder also that if you are looking for waffle footy on the weekend Sunday, it is Claremont travelling to South Fremantle to Fremantle Oval, and you can hear that with Tyson Beattie and Steve Malaxis all on SENWA. All righty. A bit of quiz music, please, Mr Quizman. Yeah. Sorry, Gilly, we've stolen your song. <laughs> it is time to find our last 
entry into the quiz off for a double pass to the grand final. This has gone gangbusters. If you want to get involved, once someone gets it wrong, hit the number 131255 because you could get through and join John, Paul, Jordan or Matt. Let's go to Paul who's in another Paul who's in Bustleton listening, I'm sure, on SEN Spirit. Paul? You're very, very you're, you you chip away at this, and I know you're very keen to get to the final five at least. Thanks for joining us. No worries, Tim. Let's go. All righty, brother. Here we go. Question number one. You've got to be the last person standing at the fifth question. Who wore number 17 for the Eagles when they won the flags in the 90s? Oh, the Not really sure. Nah, fast game's a good game. Three, two, one. Chris Nah, not 90, sadly. Great man. He won number three. Mark's in Gwellup, 13-12-55 if you want to join in. 13-12-55. G'day, Mark. G'day. How are you? Who wore number 17 for the Eagles in the 90s? Uh, I'm not sure. Um, Famous. Tony Evans? Nah, not Barney. He was 18. Oh, so close. Brendan, you're in Headland. G'day, mate. G'day, Tim. All righty, Brendo. I reckon you're confident enough. I reckon you were around when the uh, 92 and 94 flags were won. Who wore number 17? That would be Guy McKenna. Bluey McKenna. Ding, ding, a ding, ding. In 2018, when the Eagles won the flag, who presented the Premiership Cup? Gotta remember, gotta remember, they always have an attachment to the winning team. Yeah, was it uh, Mick Malthouse? No, you can try again though. You can try again, Brendo. Thirteen, twelve, fifty-five. Hang up, ring back. Anyone can ring back if they want. Let's go to Mully from Millbridge. And uh, I met Mully. He was at the Sporting Globe on the weekend. Mully, how are you, legend? Good, mate. Yourself? Going well, mate. Who presented the Premiership Cup to the Eagles when they won the twenty eighteen flag? Ooh. It always has yeah, a connection to the winning club. Always has a connection to the winning club. Nah, no joy, mate. That's all right. You can still try again a little bit later. Let's go to Simon, who's listening on SEN Spirit in Bunbury. G'day, Si. You there, Simon? No, Simon's gone. Brad is back online from Port Hedland. He is determined to get through. G'day, Brad. Line G'day, three. Guys. How are you, mate? Good, okay. You had a crack at earlier with Tony Evans. Uh, you didn't get that one, but now we've moved on. Who presented the Premiership Cup to the Eagles when they won the flag in 2018? Oh, okay. He played, um, he played in the 90s. Lives de- I still reckon he, li- I reckon he lives down south. I reckon he's Margaret River. I reckon he's Margaret the 90s River. In the 90s in their flags? Yep, 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 yep. His career basically oh. ended, I'm giving you a hint, his career basically ended after he got a hip and shoulder in Adelaide. Terrible hip and yeah. shoulder. He got he got whacked. Oh, I'm not a West Coast man. Uh, a forward or backman, can't give me that. He's a midfielder. Midfielder. Uh, midfielder. Uh, Dean Kent. <laughs> <laughs> So you're not an Eagles man? No. Who are you, Barry? Who do you bear for? Unfortunately, St Kilda. Yeah, you and me both. From the current Fremantle Dockers playing list, they have one premiership player on their list. Who is it? 
Uh, that'd be the Bulldogs man. I think his name might be Fletcher Roberts. No, not Fletcher Roberts. He doesn't play at the Dockers. Let's go to line one, Darren from Darwin. G'day, Darren. G'day, Tim. How you going, buddy? Gee, you're a long way away. How are you going to get here in time? Oh, I've got plenty of family in Perth. I'm sure they'd love oh, a ticket. All right. Good point. Yeah, good point. Who is the only current Docker player on their list who's won a flag? Oh, it's a tough one from a West Coast boy. Oh, oh dear. Um, yeah, it's a tough one. Um, and I can guarantee you I'm not Googling. We don't have internet in Darwin. Um, <laughs> Black and white TV. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. you'll get I, I some, know, uh, you know what you'll get? You know what, you, you, you know what you'll get very soon, Dazza? What? What's that? What's that? Decimal currency. Oh, I hope so. Have you heard about it? <laughs> no. That's <laughs> good. It's good. Don't use the five-cent pieces. Nobody does. All righty. Give me an answer. Good on you, Tim. Thanks, buddy. Good on you, mate. Now, good on you, legend. Now, Darren didn't know who it was. Bevan, you're in Australind. G'day, mate. Yeah, how you going there, buddy? Yeah, good, buddy. I love how people call me buddy and mate. You can go with, go- you can go with Goss any time you like. All righty. Because that always yeah. helps. When you, when you have familiarity, it always helps when it comes down to the crunch. I forgot your name. <laughs> Hello, Bill. Well, pleased to meet you. All righty. From the current Dockers playing list, they've got one premiership player. Who is it? Yeah, David Mundy. No, no, no. No, David Mundy certainly hasn't won a flag. In fact, no, he hasn't. Uh, let's go to Frank is in Yanjibup, line six. G'day, Frank. G'day, mate. All right, Frank. Yeah, it's okay. You're allowed to. 13, 12, 55 if you want to enter to be the last person in. Who is it, Frankie? Hamling. Yes, Joel Hamling. Yes, won it with the Bulldogs, of course. He'll be cheering. Second last one, Frank, to be in the last five. Otherwise, our boys are waiting for you. 13, 12, 55, if you want to take the gaps that come. Last person standing, John, Paul, Jordan and Matt are already through. Umpires Rosebury and Stevick are about to umpire their ninth grand finals. Umpire Jacob Mollison is the third umpire. How many grand finals has he done? Jacob Mollison. Sorry, mate, can you... Jacob Mollison. Rosebury and Stevick have umpired, they're about to do their ninth grand final. Jacob Mollison is about to umpire which number grand final? Three, two, one. Frankie. No, not four, Frank. Keep trying. Still got, might have some hope. Uh, Brendan, back from Port Edland. Brendo. You're getting to the end. I mean, you just keep ringing, and I love it because you're passionate. Umpire Rosebury and Stevick about to do their ninth grand final. Jacob <laughs> Mollison is about to umpire which grand final number for himself? He's doing Brendan? his first, isn't he? Is that a question? Or a... Oh, that... Hold up on the answer. Yeah, hey, Brendo, I have a policy over many years of radio, never Answer a question with a question because you didn't answer the question. You said it's his first, isn't it? Don't answer. Just give me the answer. What is the answer? Brendan. His first. Yeah, all right. That's his first. Correct. There we go. So don't ever give me a don't. He's doing his first, mate. Yeah, thank you, Brendan. Rightio. Now we've got there. Don't answer a question with a question. My mother used to always tell me. 
Last one for you. This will get you in the last five for the quiz off with Gillian Goss tomorrow. Double passes up for grabs. In which year did Melbourne last win a premiership? Brendan. Uh, 1965. That's the year I was born. No, Brendo. No. Paul is in Hamilton Hill listening on the app. G'day, Paul. Line three. First time, long time, mate. Yeah. Good on you, mate. Thank you. Paulie, which year did Melbourne last win a premiership to be the last man through to the quiz off tomorrow with Gillian Goss? I feel like uh, this is a big question, Goss, and I've absolutely uh, trapped it down a little bit here. (laughs) Um, This is for 1966. Oh, no! No, 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 no. Jono, you're in Bustleton. G'day, mate. Line two. How you going? It's yeah, 1964. It is. 1964. <laughs> oh, Brendan will be absolutely kicking himself. He said 65. Then we went the other way to 66. 1964. Well done. Jono, you are through to the final tomorrow with Gillian Goss and the winner of the quiz off will win themselves a double pass to the grand final. Thanks for playing, mate. Good job. Beautiful. Thank you. There he is. And what about this on the text line? I know all these answers. Could have rung in, but it's funny listening to everyone else struggle. <laughs> nice work. You can call any time you like, 13 12 55. It's 13 past 11. This is Sporting Goss. Eighteen past eleven, twenty-one degrees. Breaking news: Matthew Scarlett has informed Geelong he's stepping away from coaching. Incredible journey, much more than he could ever hope for when he joined the club. So Matthew Scarlett, after eight years in the coaching capacity at the Cats, is another to exit the Cattery. So plenty of changes down in Geelong. Big day on Saturday, isn't it? And we do have, of course, the sprint taking place: three Eagles and three Dockers, and we've been kind enough to be joined by one of the West Coast Eagles who will be sprinting the distance. I use that term loosely, Tom Cole. I'm not so sure there's going to be blokes going at 100 k's an hour. Thanks for joining us, mate. Are you excited? Yeah, mate. Um, it, should, it should be fun. Um, <laughs> um, we, we got, we got, I'll, I'll probably be rounding up the back of the pack, but um, it'll, it'll be a fun race. All right. Now, you can give us the insight into the three fastest in your group. You've got yourself, Josh Rotham, and Jack Petricelli, we think Petch is the is the quickest, but over a hundred. Yeah, well, Petch is definitely the quickest. He's proven that, um, and everyone's seen that. So um, he's a clear favourite. And then Rothy's probably got me as well. So um, <laughs> yeah, um, it'll be fun though. Preparation. What's the preparation been like? The, the season's been over for some time for the Eagles boys and you've had your club champion, you've had your, your post-game breaks. I know you haven't sort of been able to be away anywhere and, and, and the like, but uh, just tell us a bit about the preparation, Tom. How much training has Tom Cole done for the sprint? No, you actually, uh, well, these days, mate, you have a couple of weeks off and then, well, we, and we were in quarantine for those two weeks. So we had two weeks of quarantine and then we we're pretty much straight back into it. So, I've had yeah, had a good couple of weeks of training. So, um, and, and Petch has been Petch has been training through that whole quarantine period as well. So he's um, he's fit and ready to go. So, um, yeah, we should be all right. 
All right. Now, Fremantle are represented by Liam Henry, Luke Ryan, and also Andrew Brayshaw. What's your mail? Have you got any mail out of Hammer on whether Andrew Brayshaw is taking it seriously? <clears throat> no, yeah. I actually, I need, I need a word up Hammer, actually, and see, <laughs> see how they're going about it. Um, but I've chased Liam Henry a few times um, in the last couple of years, so um, I, I, know, I know he can run. I think but, he's. Yeah. I think out of all of them, Coley, I think he's the one that genuinely would like to win the race. Yeah, well, mate, Pet, or Jack, you'd be surprised. Jack Petricelli is the same. Um, I, think, I think his reputation's on the line a bit. You know, he's, I think he's a clear favourite. He's a clear favourite, so um, everyone expects him to win. So I don't, I don't, I don't think he'll want to hurt the ego. So you, I reckon he'll be having a crack. Uh, mate, grand final day. Let's take it back to 2018. You're a part of that premiership winning team, and you know it hasn't had that success since then. Just memories come flooding back, and I know it's at home uh, here in, in in Perth for a West Coast Eagle. What's your thoughts going into it? Uh, does it uh, bring back great memories of what took place a couple of years ago? Yeah, it's it's, it's mixed emotions during this week when you're not playing. Um, it's always um, nice to to think back to. So 2018 and, and, and the year it was, but at the same time, you're always um, you're always chasing that. So it's disappointing that we didn't we didn't get to um, play finals this year and, and have a chance to play off in the grand final. So yeah, a mixed range of emotions, but yeah, it's always nice flashing back to 2018. Tom Cole, our guest, who's taking part in the grand final sprint along with teammates Josh Rotham, also Tom uh, Jack Petricelli. There's Tom, then across to Andrew Brayshaw, Luke Ryan, and of course Liam Henry. Who wins the grand final and why, Tommy? Who? Who? I mean, you've played against both. You know how good they are. They are the best two teams in the comp this year. Who wins and why? Oh, I'm going to go for the doggies, mate. Um, I just, I just like, yeah. I know they, they both play like great brands of footy, um, but coming up against the doggies this year when they're when they're firing and um, they they bring that contested game of footy, um, really hunt. Um, which is a which is a brand you need on a, on a day like Grand Final Day. It's all about the simple things. So um, I think if they can um, get that brand of footy that they like playing going, I think it'll go a long way to seeing them win. Yeah. Well, I hope you get through the hundred meter sprint unscathed, great man. Um, <laughs> That'd be good. Yes, that would be real good. Um, keep it tight, keep it straight, and if you can't get if you can't win, <laughs> just finish. That's all we want. We just want you to finish without yeah. any uh, any soft tissue, Tommy. So uh, go well, legend, yeah, and thanks for joining us. Thanks, Josh. Cheers. Thanks for having me. Good on you. There's Tom Cole from the West Coast Eagles. Good fella. Premiership player. Premiership player. In the grand final sprint. They're on the blocks. Fremantle, Henry, Ryan, Brayshaw, Rotham, Cole, and Petrocelli. Set. Racing. Ryan began fast for the Fremantle Dockers. Brayshaw, Rotham, and there's Cole going back in lane one. There's Henry coming to the outside. And what's this? Petrocelli's flying down the outside. It's Henry and Petrocelli. Petrocelli, Henry. Petrocelli, Henry. Henry, Petrocelli. They hit the line. Henry wins it by a nose. Petrocelli second. Brayshaw third. Ryan fourth. And Rotham and Cole hold hands across the line in a tie for fifth. That's how we see the grand final sprint. I've got Henry just from Petricelli. It'll be a big part of what we do. Let's get our teeth into another big event. The 2021 Sealink AFL Masters is being staged here in WA. Three ovals, 850 people, and Nathan Dixon is the head honcho of the AFL Masters competition. Teams from all around the country, or the ones that could get here, 
Nathan, appreciate your time. An exciting time on grand final week. Yeah, good morning, Goss. It certainly is very exciting down here in Langley Park. It's uh, taking shape. The goalposts are in, and uh, line marking's happening this afternoon, and we're all go. Okay, so three ovals down at Langley, and then across at the North Oval. Does that all take place once the grand final's gone from here? Yes, certainly. That's Sunday evening. So we've got Sunday footy, and then here at Langley, and then uh, 5.30 over at the back oval, the North Oval, the car park, as everyone knows it. Uh, outside Oval at, at Optus Stadium for two uh, two magnificent games and uh, opening ceremony for our carnival. All righty. So three Ovals, 850 people, players coming in. So just, who plays in the Masters? Yes, yeah, so anyone over 35 for males and anyone over 34 for the females. And we play in five-year age groups. Uh, and then there's uh, people from South Australia are flying in, Northern Territory already here. Tassie boys and girls are on their way. They're flying direct in from Tassie, so there's no problems with uh, having to go through any of those other COVID hubs. Um, and, uh, yeah, it's just going to be magnificent to have all this footy here in WA for a footy festival for the week. Yeah, it is pretty cool. Have you got a grand final function planned for, for those who are here early and ready to go? Yeah, so anyone that's been past Langley will see there's a nice 80 by 60 marquee set up. Um, so we've set up a licensed area, and, in fact, the, uh, the gear's being set up today with... All the bars and the food vans coming in tomorrow. Um, we'll we'll kick that off uh, just after lunch tomorrow. Obviously, running through the AFL Grand Final, and uh, then we'll kick into the night as well before our footy starts at nine a.m. on Sunday. So, hopefully, the boys and and girls won't get too far on it watching the footy, <laughs> and uh, be right to go for nine o'clock on Sunday morning. I think they're going to be all a little bit tired. I reckon though, some of them, uh, if it's nine a.m. for the kickoff, so nine to five Sunday, Wednesday, Friday, Saturday. And what takes place Saturday? Uh, the, the the final farewell to everyone is taking place here at Optus Stadium. I know I'm involved with that. That's Waffle Grand Final Day. It is, mate. We've been very fortunate to book in our carnival with the AFL Grand Final at one end and the Waffle Grand Final at the other. <laughs> uh, so it's a like I said, a festival of footy here in Perth. Couldn't get any better. Uh, the Saturday night at Optus, we've got the Riverview room. So we, once the Waffle Grand Final starts, we kick out all those special guests that are in the uh, Riverview rooms. Uh, and uh, the ladies at Optus there turn the Optus Stadium back into uh, the Masters final function where, yeah, we'll have a certain special guest as the MC for the night. Yes. And, uh, yeah, then obviously it's all the presentations and all Australians and obviously the national title winners uh, in both men's and women's. And uh, then there'll be some acknowledgement of some new Hall of Famers and uh, legends within our Masters community. Uh, and then we'll kick on the night uh, with a with one of the local bands. I think a few people would know him, Todd Johnson, uh, yeah. with Peace Love. And uh, then we'll see how the night finishes up on the Saturday, probably, I reckon, Sunday morning. Yeah, going to be chaos and fantastic. Dicko, looking forward to the 2021 Sealink AFL Masters. Three ovals, 850 coming in. Great for the revenue for WA. Langley Park, you'll see all the action down there. The lines are going in. The posts are going in. Footy on Langley Park, when people drive past, we'll see it. It'll be absolutely brilliant. Sunday, Wednesday, Friday, Saturday, we've got teams, as you mentioned, from the Northern Territory, South Australia, here in Western Australia, and the Tassie crew as well, and a big marquee down there at Langley for the AFL Grand Final Function. Exciting times, mate. Well done pulling it together. And as you say, bookended by... Oh, two other games of footy, AFL Grand Final, That's Waffle it, Grand mate. Final. That's it, go, go the D's, go the Bulldogs on the following Saturday and, yeah, get down and have, come and see what Masters is all about during the week. We'll welcome you down and see what the footy It's free to come and have a watch. Uh, so, yeah, please, if you're interested or you even want to come down and have a kick on the goals on Langley Park, they're up now. Come and have a kick. Uh, you know, it's all about footy. It's everyone having yeah. a go at footy. Good on you, Dicko. Enjoy the week. I'll come down and have a look and we'll look forward to the uh, the farewell function. Good on you, mate.
Cheers, Goff, for having us, mate. Appreciate it. There's Nathan Dixon. So there it is there, the C-Link AFL Masters. A lot of oldies and middle-aged too, not all old, about 34 and 35 years of age, up to around the 60-plus. So fantastic time for footy in WA. Let's hope this beautiful weather continues. 28 past 11. The 11.30 news is not too far away, and we're going to take a break. Thanks to McCafe, it's coffee fit for an Aussie. But before then, let's hear from Michael Voss, the new coach of Carlton. He talked about having reservations or no uh, reservations about getting the job with news about the Alistair Clarkson and Ross Lyon push for the position. Here's the new coach of the Blues, Michael. Um, I had none um, because uh, largely what you're talking about there are things that I have absolutely no control over. Um, you know, how I turn up and how I present the con- and, and what I control is, uh, um, you know, my moments in front of the panel, um, you know, how I presented and, and trying to meet those requirements. And the further I went along, the more confident I felt like I was the right person um, and I was the right person to, to lead this club moving forward. And um, it, I guess the opportunity only become more exciting as the appointment started to unfold. Obviously, Brian was able to come in. Um, and that was appointed. So, um, yeah, there was a few pieces there that, um, you know, as the process unfolded, um, you know, was uh, looking really promising. 28 away from 12. Massive show. Don't forget, tomorrow between 6 and 8, the grand final edition of Gilly and Goss. We have our five finalists through for the last double pass to give away to the grand final. It'll be a quiz off. Gilly has spoken to the captains of the last 10 grand final premierships. A great chat. You'll love it. Beautifully put together. Highlights and the moments they believe change the game to suit their team. And don't forget, you can always follow Sporting Goss on Twitter if you want to follow us on socials to find out what we've got coming up and to get the heads up on some of our competitions. And subscribe to our podcast on your chosen platform. Download it, the SEN, of course, app, and you can follow all the podcasts, sen.com.au, our website, And you can follow us all there. It is uh, everything. If you miss anything or any interviews, please follow us on any podcast. And that's where you'll find our chat with Josh Philippi, uh, Tom Randall, Riley Morgan. Got his uh, tips as well. He's been in rare form. That's still to come as well in the next half hour and so much more to come. And also on the grand final edition, Max Gorn. We chat with the Melbourne captain. He will join us also. Looking forward to that chat. Just a reminder, get on to SEN, download the app, Follow the podcast, download Sporting Goss, like us, love us, hold us with both hands and tell us how much you miss us. We may have a special guest as well tomorrow morning on Gillian Goss as well. I have the words here, might have a special guest, call in as well. Oh, so the special guest might call in. Oh, okay. Is he powerful? It's not Basil Zemplis, is it? No. Don't put him through. Oh, Enough. Did you know that the, the Optus Stadium is actually not in Basil's precinct? It's not in, it's not in City of Perth. It is in the City of Vic Park. <laughs> well, he's the best at that. If you come over the Matagata Bridge too, you'll find a big Sharon-shaped footy. Uh, hanging from the uh, from the bridge, a beautiful touch as well. We're looking out. I can just tell you, I'm looking out right now at the Southern Oval. You know that one that separates the stadium from the Camfield? Stunning. It is just look. There's marquees going up. There's 
all the the entertainment has been walking past as we've gone. There's a real vibe, isn't there, Special K? There is. I just wanted to come in and say that. If you're not doing much today, if you've got a day off or and tomorrow, you can get, here. You can get down yeah. to Optus Stadium. Have a look. On your bike. Get on down here. There's beer guns going up and yeah. everything. Camfield's obviously pumping and rocking. Yeah. Gage Road's all over the place. Yeah. I'll stay here and sign autographs. <laughs> hey. I thought you were off today. I thought you were uh, I'm going, doing functions. I'm going, to a, I'm going to a very good function, the one we've been promoting. I'm the king. Yeah. Sandalford Winery. Oh, beautiful. Yeah. Sandalford Winery. Day for it. Oh, yeah, I know. I've got all my notes here. Hang on. I just want to tell you. Okay, please tell me all okay. about it. So, the, yeah, okay. So, we are having, uh, thanks to our presenting partner, Harvey, uh, Harvey Beef Wagyu, Harvest Road, supplied us with the Harvey Beef Wagyu. Oh, lovely. And the Yakoya as well. We've got Wildcats. We've got Wildcats. We've got footy stars, basketball stars, media stars, and me. (laughs) The oldest, the the star. Just me. It's just me. (laughs) Well, so it's just you when you're surrounded by those guys, but when it's the start of the show, I'm the producer to the star. Star. But that. It's <laughs> taken away when you're hosting the Sandalwood Wineries gig. Get your pen and paper <laughs> ready. Very confusing. Not go away. Not far away. Riley uh, Morgan, life of Riley, with our wonderful tips as well. <sighs> Been a, a great show, and still just around the corner is Tom Randall. Just a reminder: six to eight tomorrow. Gillian Goss, the Premiership skippers of the last ten flags. Max Gorn, a special guest. Giveaways galore. Our grand final quiz off. And if you listen early, the Adam Gill quiz. Oh, big part of the show. I'm so excited. Uh, well, yeah, me too. Uh, the uh, follow Twitter. You mentioned it at Sporting Goss. The video of Westy singing yes. holding the ball is up there right now. So and go I'm check it out. Too. You're you're in there. It's great. It's well worth a look. Time to do this. Ah, that music means it's time to talk motorsport with our man Tom Randall from Tickford Racing. Get your motors running. Well, last night I tuned in, tuned in to the supercars, the E Series. Get your motors running. That was an issue, Tom. That was an issue last night. I, I here I am. I get told to watch, and you bloody start from pit lane, you hoot nanny. What's going on there? Well, we were just doing our best to impress you guys. So <laughs> you know how it is. Good morning, everyone. Uh, good morning, guys. Look. <laughs> It, uh, we haven't had the best run of luck the last two rounds, but we've got some good points. Had a technical difficulty at our at our headquarters and managed to resolve it just in time that we actually got to do the race. So teamed up with the, the pro sim guys for a mini Bathurst Enduro. And yeah, it was a lot of fun. So one round to go next week. I think we're on the Watkins Glen NASCAR Cup layout. And then that'll be it. That'll be the end of the E-Series. And then hopefully we can get back to some real yeah. racing very soon. Looking forward to the real stuff very, very shortly. Speaking of real stuff, let's go to the F1s and Monaco. It's shrinking. Yeah, I've just seen that actually. So obviously not, I think they're maybe sick of the tradition where you have the the one practice session on on the Thursday and then the Friday's the day off and for the Formula One and they have the fashion show. So it looks like they're going to make some changes there. And speaking of changes, we've also got the Ferraris upgrading their power unit for this weekend at the, at the Russian Grand Prix in Sochi. So they're only expecting, I mean, probably not even more than 10 horsepower, but that certainly does make a difference. And they're allowed under the rules to make one power upgrade or hybrid unit upgrade through the year. And, and this is it. And they did say they weren't going to do it till after Monza, which I'm sure all the Tafosi would have liked them to have done it 
at the Italian Grand Prix. But anyway, I think they, they need to make sure the engine lasts out for the rest of the season. So he's hoping that they can really uh, spice it up and take it more to McLaren for that, that sort of midfield uh, or the front of that midfield battle. Yeah, absolutely. Charles Leclerc will uh, start from the back of the grid, of course, uh, because of that new power unit. That was uh, courtesy of that crash with Lance Stroll in Hungary. And we go back just briefly to Monaco. Can you just tell us what the three-day format will be? And traditionally, it's been that rest day on the Friday. But how does it look now for the fans and the drivers? Well, now it's it's just going to be three days, like really any other traditional Formula One race, where it's just going to be Friday, Saturday, Sunday. So it sort of removes that day of nothing for Formula One, which has probably helped the teams in the past where if, if there's been an incident or they've had a big crash on the Thursday, they've got that time to repair the car properly. Or if, they've, if they're struggling with pace on the Thursday, they've really got a whole, whole day to look through the data, analyse it. And there used to be rumours back in the day where a couple of the drivers would actually go back to their test tracks uh, in Italy and and practice on the Friday for, to make any changes and then fly back to Monaco. So it certainly removes any of those possibilities. But I think it's good for the sport. I mean, really, it, I think it's probably hindered that fan engagement where now the fans don't have to rock up a day early and then just sort of hang around Monaco not doing much, where now it'll just be, yeah, bang, bang, bang. And it's kind of what we all want to see is, is racing every day. Last touch on the F1. and Verstappen has that three-place grid penalty also from that crash, that uh, much-talked-about crash with Lewis Hamilton. So he's got a bit of work to do, but he probably does have the pace to certainly be prominent. Let's turn our attention to IndyCar last weekend at Laguna Seca. And the final round this week is at Long Beach, which really will decide who wins the whole thing. Yeah, I mean, you've got to say Colton Herder, he's not part of the championship fight, but... He's very strong at Laguna Seca. He's just gone back to back. He won there last time out in 2019. They, they couldn't go there last year because of, uh, it was affected from COVID. But he certainly showed how strong he is at that track. Uh, but certainly a lot to play for this weekend. Long Beach on the streets of California, right next to the beach. And it's going to be interesting to see how Scotty goes. He actually had a, quite a good run considering in qualifying he made a bit of a blunder on his lap. Because he, he actually had the pace. He was quickest in the second practice session. So he really was showing some good form. And, and he actually said in a recent podcast uh, that he does on balls and bumpers that it's been the qualifying that's been holding him back. So I think if he just manages to get the lap together, he's been doing a lot of laps on the sim there. So I think if he can get it together, he should have a good race. But yeah, the, the championships, yeah, don't know who's going to win. Alex Palau certainly showing he's he's strong and we'll see what happens at the end of Sunday. Tom Randall here from, of course, Tickford Racing. We're talking motorsport. Let's get on to two wheels, the MotoGP last weekend and also the form of Remy Gardner. Remy's been so strong. I mean, and, but to be fair, so is his teammate. So that race, he, he pulled in about a two and a half second gap and, and was within half a second of his teammate. But on the last lap, he was really giving it a crack and just actually made a small mistake and was lucky to stay on the thing. But he's certainly not doing his championship any foul. I mean, he's he's well and truly in the hunt to, well, possibly secure that championship. There's only a couple of rounds to go. So just needs to sort of finish in that top three and, and try and beat his teammate if he can. Uh, but he certainly can ill afford a crash. But, you know, if we turn our attention to MotoGP, tell you what, Jack Miller's struggling against his teammate. His teammate's now going back to back. And, and he lost out two positions on the final lap and finished sixth. So, you know, it's, it's been a bit of a tough run for Jack and hopefully he can find a bit more form. But certainly Peko Banyai is showing that that Ducati has got the pace and it was a cracking fight between him and 
Quattararo in the last few laps. I'm doing this interview with you, of course, from our SEN studios, and I look out uh, to the southern side of the stadium and the setup, the outside uh, being set up for the grand final on Saturday. I know it's a tough time for everyone in Victoria, but hopefully they get some joy out of uh, Saturday night in the AFL grand final. It's amazing, the build-up here, Tommy. Who do you think is going to win, mate? Are you a footy head? Oh, look... (laughs) I barracked this and killed us. So, so do I, Tommy. Probably in the com- so do oh, I, really? Tom. I was going to say, you could, you could probably end the conversation there, but I'd love to be on- To be honest, I'd love to see Melbourne grab the win. I mean, yep. it's been, what, 56 years or 57 Long years? Long time, 57 years. Yep. Yeah. I mean, to be fair, St Kilda's been waiting longer. <laughs> so I, I would have loved it. 1966 was when St Kilda last got their premiership, so they've been waiting a bloody long time. So, But I, I just want to see a close game, to be honest. I mean, yeah. to the... The, the preliminaries were a bit of a blowout for, for both matches. So hopefully the Bulldogs and, and the Ds can can have a, a good fight. And that's what we all want to see. We do. Come right down to the wire. We do. I've got 12 tickets for you. Oh, you can't use them. Sorry about that. All righty, Tommy, enjoy the game. Hopefully the last round of the East Series, you have a trouble-free run and get on the podium. I'm not going to waste any more time watching it if you're not going to perform well. Um, thank you. Thank you for joining us today, uh, and I wish everyone the best over there in Victoria. It's a crazy time at the moment, and uh, thanks for joining us always uh, on our Thursday show. Thank you, and, and hopefully you can stay awake for the footy. I mean, you can't stay awake for my races, but I'm sure you'd be wide awake for the grand final. I'll be commentating. If I'm not awake, I'll lose my job. Nice work by you. Tom Randall from Tickford Racing talking all things motorsport here on Sporting Goss. It is that time of day, and of course, it's a strange day. Saturday, Belmont, first race, 10.34, just be having me buddy Vegemite on toast, and we Wheaties, and all of a sudden, they'll be racing at Belmont. Last is at 3.30. Riley Morgan, life of Riley. May I say, great man, I know you were beaten by the last kick of the game in the uh, Waffle Reserves the other day, but how's this? I was at the uh, uh, SEN track Sporting Globe function, and I was looking at the form, and a bloke came up to me and says, I listened to, to Life of Riley. How's he going? And I said, well, follow these tips. And I gave him a screenshot of your tips. Snippalicious, bang. Bad Wolf, solid. Crystal Spirit, oh, my hat. $10 into $4. Just got rolled, out, but all day session. Wasn't that a good thing? Congratulations, great man. You are in absolute rare form. Yeah, it was. Uh, I was pretty flat. I didn't get to make it out to that uh, that Sporting Globe function. I was uh, pretty keen to go. There was uh, with a few uh, few of the big boys walking around at that uh, yes. at that function. But no, it was uh, it was a good day. It was a good day last Sunday, uh, which uh, obviously didn't translate into Sunday with the footy. Yeah, no, it didn't. But anyway, at the end of the day, it was a huge day. And uh, yes, the Perth Racing Guru Terry Layton was uh, up and about as well. He threw out to all the. Uh, to the listeners and those who went out to the Sporting Globe, he's, he's threw out Scandolo at $26 into $9 in Kalgoorlie the next day. You reckon they weren't up and about and the Twitter sphere was in breakdown mode? That's what I call him the Perth Racing Guru, guys. <laughs> well, you are just a mere apprentice to the great man, of course, but you are, you are inform yourself. Let's go through the winners. So we're going to Saturday Belmont. This is what we do here on a Thursday, every Thursday, Life of Riley. Riley Morgan, he's very good last week. Just repeating, Snippalicious, $9, $5.50 all-day session, and boy, oh, boy, Crystal Spirit beaten by just a wee bit. And a horse called Media Baron. 
Wow. You tipped it a couple of weeks ago. It should have almost won the Coolgardie Cup the other day. It dead set, flew home, and uh, I'm not convinced it was the world's best ride, but uh, that's just punter's lament. Yeah, well, I just thought I thought it didn't probably handle that, that wet track the no. week prior, but uh, watching, that, watching that replay oh. was an absolute... It was a good thing, beat to be brutally honest. <laughs> Trust me, I but yeah, know. no, he's flying. He's he's definitely flying again. So once you see him back onto a good track, he'll be uh, definitely showing his best hand. Some of the small fields are going around at Belmont. Let's get our teeth into it. And you're going straight off the top, race one. Yeah, I've been really looking forward to seeing this guy get back to the races, and I think he could well be in our top few three-year-olds we have in the state for this upcoming sort of Ascot Spring Summer Carnival in Ruthless Tycoon. The debut win was terrific, and the most recent trial was ominous, I thought. He was one of the first two horses to leave the stalls there, but they put a stranglehold on him straight away in what to me looked like an attempt to try to get him to settle a bit off the speed. Once they straightened, he just loomed up to them under very little urging and went straight past in what was very slick time. Parnham's got options here. He can either kick through to try to find the top or box seat from the draw. And although the 1,000 metres might be short of his best trip moving forward, I think he's got a serious class factor over these and can get us off to a good start. All righty. So race one, number four, Ruthless Tycoon. I hope you're writing these down. This man is in form. And you talk about that trial down at Lark Hill. Was that the, it, it beat Snippalicious home, didn't it? It did. That's uh, some uh, solid trifle there, guys. Oh, you betcha. <laughs> you betcha. I tell you what, at the moment, the juicy $2.80 odds on Tab Touch, I'm not so sure that'll last much longer. Okay, let's go to race six at Belmont. We're going through the early form with our man, Life of Riley. And you like one here at very nice odds each way. Yeah, I'm pretty keen goes through walks, can run a big race, fresh here. His fresh run last prep was huge and rated super over the 1,000 on a good track. I actually prefer the 1,200 here as a kickoff point for him, given how he was going away from them on the line that day. The setup here I think is great. As from the draw, Stevie Parnham can just hop on the back of a horse like Bragwell, drawn alongside him, who will take him right into the race and follow his every move. The $8.50 currently is more than what I was expecting we'd be seeing, and I'm more than happy to take some now and see where the money goes in the lead-up to Saturday. OK, goes two walks, race six. And its last two starts of its previous campaign were on heavy, and it just didn't handle that at all. So uh, a bit of a freshen up there from the Parnham stable. Race nine on the program. So this is at 3.30. People just load up their pockets right here, and then they wander over the bridge and come to the grand final, and they'll be thanking you if we can find the winner of the last. Yeah, MTA hopefully becomes a bit of an ATM in the last <laughs> on Saturday for us. Because, uh, this horse is flying, and I think this looks a very nice race shape for him, despite what it may seem on paper, given he's drawn out in the swan. That first up run, if you haven't watched the replay, was simply monstrous. He was four wide, no cover the trip off the track for the entirety and he had the audacity to run the second fastest last 200 metre split of the race he just kept coming at them when he had every conceivable to sort of drop the ball there isn't a great deal of genuine early tactical speed here so I'm anticipating an aggressive McGrady to roll forward from 10 where he should either be able to find the top or at worst one off which for this horse he's shown really is no issue doing it a little tougher than most as long as that huge effort fresh hasn't stung him a bit for this, I'm really keen to be with him here. All righty. MTA in the last with your man Shooter McGrady. Had him on the show yesterday. He did say he had a, a good book of rides, and he's got looking forward to riding one up at Northam on Monday as well. Strike, I think the name of the horse is, and he was looking forward to, to heading up there. Uh, but you do like something if, if MTA doesn't uh, win. At each way, odds around the $4 at the moment is the horse of Summer Dixon's, Karajini Aurora, which was the last start winner. 
Yeah, Caragenia will always remain danger for me here and has sort of recaptured his three-year-old form from days gone by. That last start win raided through the roof. He absorbed a hot tempo and was careering away from them on the line. Pike sticks, which is always a positive. Again, drawn a gate to get the plum run, box seating. The prices on offer give you the option of collecting on one, saving on the other, however, which way you sort of want to go about it. But he's absolutely flying and primed again to run another big race. All righty then. So we have got our winners for Riley Morgan. Life of Riley, race one, Ruthless Tycoon. Race six, Goes Through Walks. Race nine, MTA with a watch on Caragini Aurora. And who wins the grand final Saturday night, Morgs? Oh, the D's, mate. The D's will be hard to beat. And uh, Maxie going to win the North Smith. There it is. Life of Riley does it every Thursday. He's a gun. Follow his tips. We'll put them up onto the socials as well. Thanks for joining us. Have a great weekend. Thanks, Goss. You too, mate. Enjoy. Sometimes needing new tyres can catch us by surprise. That's why tyre power gives you the power of zip pay and zip money. You can get what you need now, get back on the road safely and pay for it later. Terms and conditions apply. So visit tyrepower.com.au or call 13 91.